Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how you folks doing? Welcome here. Welcome to the only podcast with no name, the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast. I'm Con Man. We got Botch Guy and C Wrestling as always. It's going to be a great show. We're chatting all about predictions. Botchy, how you doing over there? I'm okay. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? You got a new thing that you're doing now? No. No? <laughs> all right, cool. Lively bunch over here. C Wrestling, how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. I'm in the Christmas spirit. You got your Christmas decorations put up already? I have I have put my tree up on Halloween. <laughs> oh, man. Well, everyone that was out trick-or-treating is me putting my Christmas got, tree up. AC, do you want to send Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to get Con Man losing his monetization for this video? That's no, I don't. Let's do it. I kind of want to do it now. <laughs> uh, freaking Amity earlier today dropped some heat, so this stream has already been paid for. Thank you, Amity. Oh, so, me. yeah, let's we could sing some Christmas songs. We could get uh, into the holiday spirit if we no, want to. I was wondering why Con seems so chipper today. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I got paid, man. I got paid. <laughs> uh, but everyone else in the live chat, welcome here to the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast. We have a big show coming up this Saturday, everyone. It is AEW Full Gear. And the card is pretty dang stacked. So without further ado, I say we just jump right into this because we're going to break down every match that has been announced for the show. Uh, just keep in the back of your mind, though, there is still two AEW shows to come. So the card may change. Things might be altered. But as of today on Wednesday, this is the card. So let's start off with the big main event match. The one that everybody is talking about. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. The story that AEW We're starting with the best one? Oh yeah, gotta get those early views, man. <laughs> We're just gonna start with the Hangman Adam Page, Kenny <coughs> Omega. Story that has been built to for a long time. Two and a half years in the making for this one. I'm gonna start it off with C Wrestling. How do you think this is gonna go down? I'm gonna be controversial. I think Omega retains. Ooh, putting on that. I know people Ray hate me with such a saying it, but no, I think Omega is going to retain. I think it's too predictable that Hangman's going to win. Is there any, so just besides like predictability, is there any reason why you think that? Uh, I think Moxley was meant to win the tournament to face the champ. And I think they're going to change it to Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. Mm. So I think you need Omega as champ to do that. That's a good point. I mean, like they do have the finals of which was going to be Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley um, versus Brian Danielson. And now it is Miro versus Brian Danielson. So there's also that possibility that the Brian Danielson feud and Kenny Omega feud was meant to go down the entire time. They did have that draw or time limit draw, I should say. So maybe you're onto something there. See wrestling botch guy. Do you have any thoughts on this match between hangman and Kenny? Who do you think's yeah. going to win? Kenny Omega is going to win. Wow. Um, I don't, I don't think there's any chance Hangman wins because uh, I think they're going with Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega too. I think that's why there's the draw and that w it went so well. I think they want to do that as soon as possible. So uh, keep that hype going. And uh, they've been struggling with ratings and struggling with viewership like pretty significantly. I don't think Hangman's going to be the answer. And I think the people who are in AEW are going to be pretty pissed off about that with Hangman not mm -hmm. winning. But I do think that Kenny Omega is going to win. And um I pretty much agree with everything that C said. Wow, that's I, I'm actually quite surprised. I thought we were going to have unanimous votes for Hangman Adam Page, but turns out I'm in the minority. <laughs> I have a tough time seeing how Hangman doesn't win this thing. Uh, it's been the story, like I said in the intro to this. It's the story AEW is told. Now, 
Granted, the ability to put more heat on Omega is certainly there, and I can see why people want to see maybe Omega win this thing. It's the more unpredictable of the two options. So that's a that's a pretty solid guess right there. Uh, but I want to ask you guys something here. What about the possibility of Miro winning this Eliminator tournament as opposed to Brian Danielson and then going on to be Hangman Adam Page's first challenger? Do you like the thoughts of that? Let's start with Botch Guy. I've never been a big you know Miro guy uh in AEW I've been I actually liked him more as Rusev on WWE um especially when he was riding the tanks and stuff like that when he was the Bulgarian brute more his that gimmick I quite liked um so I I think it makes sense a lot it's a logical booking but like people have to understand that sorry people have to understand that AEW is can we just like they're struggling right now let's be honest their the ratings are are going down significantly <clears throat> wow sorry the ratings are going down uh significant i was gonna say a stupid joke <laughs> i was gonna say a really i'm not gonna say it i want to say i was gonna say a really stupid joke i'll get canceled probably but <laughs> um and uh yeah so uh yeah that, that that's basically it like i i think so but I'm, I'm not really, I think AEW needs something more of an impact. So you're, you're saying that it would be good to see AEW with their ratings going down with the current champion, keep the championship on the same guy. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think that because I think Daniel Bryan is going to be the next champion and they're the hype for Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega will pop ratings. And then the big moment with Daniel Bryan being champion makes the most sense in this situation, in my opinion. But of course, if you if you don't want to piss off the backstage of AEW, you go with Hangman Page, um, just because it's you know he's one of the guys. Definitely right? a fresh fresh feel to it in the main event mm. scene. Uh, see wrestling. Anything to kind of add on to this with Miro or Danielson possibly winning? I guess we're giving our predictions for that match now as well. With okay, so I definitely think Brian's winning. I don't I don't think Miro's the name that's going to draw people. I think Moxley would have done. Moxley Hangman sounds perfect. So. Yeah. That would have been fine. But I don't think Miro Hangman, I don't think that's going to make people want to watch. I can agree with you. Miro probably is a step down from Moxley as Moxley was just on the cusp of that big heel turn. Uh, Obviously, once again, well wishes with John Moxley. We cannot wait to see you come back healthy and better than ever. Um, Just to confirm as well there, Botch Guy, you got Brian Danielson winning that one? Yes. Yep. All right. And I'm Mr. Opposite here today. I'm going Miro. I think we're going to get the shot in the dark right there. Uh, Miro has this whole God's forsaken champion. I kind of like the idea of seeing him get an opportunity up against someone like Hangman Adam Page. And especially, like, if we're going in that direction with Hangman Adam Page, I'd like to see someone who he can beat. And I think Miro would be a great first challenger to him on route to, say, an MJF who might take the title off of him in the future. Uh, The next match after that is Dr. Britt Baker versus Tay Conti for the AEW Women's Championship. The build has been surprisingly good to this. Um, Tay Conti has come a long way in AEW and one of those breakout stars that they have in their women's division. See wrestling, who do you think is going to take away this win? Britt Baker, without any shadow of a doubt. There's, there's no way they're going to take the title off her yet. Botch Guy, would you agree with that? Yeah, Britt Baker. Britt Baker all around. The doctor is going to remain champion from the sounds of it. At least that's our interpretation. Um, just a quick little question as well. What's your guys' thoughts on Jamie Hayter? Do you think she's got star potential in AEW? See? I think she has. Um, I like her. I think she's great. 
I think she should turn on Brit very soon. I think she could become a decent baby face. That would be a nice logical way to get out of this current feud with Tay Conti and Anna Jay and onto something maybe a little more meaningful, correct? Yeah. All right. Why not? Bachi, you, you kind of like that idea? Yeah, I don't hate her. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there it is. There's that bad joke. Oh, my. Uh, speaking of bad <laughs> jokes, we've got ourselves Dan Lambert. He's going to be in this next match. Men of the Year with Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, and America's Top Team, Dan Lambert, Junior Dos Santos, and Andre Arlovsky versus the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz in a 10-man mini mini Oh, I can't say that word, apparently. <laughs> Minneapolis <laughs> street fight. One more time, please. Minneapolis. <clears throat> Did I say that right? Yeah, Minneapolis, yeah. All right, there we go. So it's going to be a street fight, 10-man street fight. I'm jazzed for this match. See wrestling, you pumped? Um, I am, but I just don't see the long-term goal with it. I think Inner Circle win, and it's just... I, it's one of those segments for me where I just cringe every week. Every week I cringe them. Oh, you do, eh? You're not a big fan of them. Yeah. Mm. I think from both Jericho's point of view and well, from Nina Circle point of view and Dan Lambert's point of view, I think it's all just cringe. Mm. I think that whole segment is cringe. You know what? Like, the I fact that. that they do like, they start having like an argument and a debate and then every single time they have to resolve it by going to swear words every time. And you're just like, eh, the crowd would not be into it if you weren't swearing. It's the only reason it's cool. Mm. <laughs> That's a good point. You know what? I didn't really think about that. Me being the mark I am has been marking out for these segments every swear word. So yeah, it's a great point. Uh, Vodka, your thoughts on this whole thing? Well, they steal my thunder. Sea wrestling. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the swearing. Now, I think swearing has use in wrestling. And I've said this for a long time. I think swearing does have use in wrestling, but it only has use when it's a big storyline and it's something it doesn't happen very often. If you start using it over and over and over again, the impact of it, it's kind of like the middle finger. Like on AEW, yeah. I think I've seen the middle finger more than I've seen in my entire life in like the span of a week. Like they use it for everything. They use it for every promo. They use it for every match. They use it for every moment. I see the crowd giving the middle finger. I was watching MD MJF and Darby Allen fight and like everybody was pointing the middle finger I think it's a little excessive. Um, now, I'll say this. Uh, as for the promos itself, I, I actually feel Sammy Guevara has really been kind of coming out really well. I like kind of the promos he's been cutting. Um, I actually don't mind the promos that much. Um, personally, I, I thought like... like <laughs> The some okay, so the, the promos when they were doing the stuff with the, the lady, I, I, I forgot what the lady's called. Who was the lady? A page the, fan, yeah. Page the, the only fan jokes. I was laughing because I went on Google Trends and I saw only I typed in or everybody was typing in page only fans to see what the uh -huh, trends were. Uh huh, sure. You and were it, doing some uh, investigation, it was, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was it was like this, <laughs> it was like a needle straight up, yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty funny, but uh. Like, I don't know. I th I thought the promos are okay. It is stop swearing so much, man. You're yeah. just not a big fan of the whole swearing. I, I get yeah, it. You know, I, I do get it. Yeah, like it is. It is kind of like dumbing down the story to the most basic levels possible. Like, oh, I swore at you. I called you a bitch and whatever. Right. So I I understand that. Yeah. Um, I've been marking out just for seeing UFC people on AEW TV being used in like a pretty solid way. Right. Like it's been a little bit since we've had that 
true outside celebrity influence. Like the whole Mike Tyson stuff with AEW led nowhere, but this is actually leading somewhere. And I'm I'm excited to see what happens in this 10-man brawl, if you will, but we'll see what goes down. Uh, so for our predictions, I'm going to take Inner Circle. Who do you guys have? Inner Circle. Uh, mm. You know, I, I was thinking... American top team just because like you have all these UFC guys if they lose they can never have another UFC guy show up on AEW because it would be kind of embarrassing to lose a bunch of wrestlers um so hey don't forget undefeated Jake Hager and Bellator screw it <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna go say American top team wins uh Hager turns heel Whoa. joins the M- Jones, the UFC MMA crew. That's not a terrible idea, dude. Having Dan Lambert be the mouthpiece for someone like Jake Hager, who already does have some heat with the fans. That's not a terrible idea. Let's do that. That's Let's not bad fun. at all. All right. Let's go on to somebody else who has some major Pro heat with Booker the fans. Bochka. Oh, Sammy, Randy Sam also said the same thing, but I didn't look, Randy. Uh, so what, we're going <laughs> to actually give all credit to Randy. Bochka's just lying through his teeth right there, aren't you, Mr. Bocci? <laughs> Uh, so going on to somebody else who is very disliked right now by the fans because of some comments in his promos, MJF versus Darby Allen. This Wait, one I'm the looking forward there? to. Oh, it's just MJF talking in promos and he's getting people pissed off at him. That's all it is. Well, what, did he say anything like cancel culture? Yeah, I guess you could say like his last promo was to do with, um, oh, who was it in a wheelchair? Uh, Form Lex Luger in a wheelchair, and a lot of fans were upset that he made comments like that. I think Chris Jericho himself got upset over it as well. Like it's just minor things, but fans, you know, are getting worked by MJF, which is the entire, entire part of his character. Before, before we start this, while I interrupt you, um, me and me and C were talking about which wrestlers are the best up and coming top top five uh, young wrestlers that could be potential superstars, like top company guys and we both had did we both have no i had bianca number one right yeah, I bianca? Yeah. yeah yeah i had be i had mgf number two yeah. c wrestling had mgf as number one and i had bianca belair as number one but mgf as number two we are insanely high on him how are you also insanely high on him? oh Bob? yeah oh yeah his whole presentation is just unbelievable i can't believe we're getting to witness a star like this rise up through the rankings it's so cool to see and what he's like 24 correct is that right? Or is he uh, 25 yet? I, I, I think Vince McMahon might, I don't know. I don't think he watches AEW, but I wouldn't be surprised if he randomly tunes in to listen to MJF's promos. Like I, I have a feeling at the wrestling in him. I feel like he's like the moment this guy's available, the moment, the second this guy's available, I know the WWE is going to drop a bomb on this guy. Like seriously, he is that good. He's that good. <laughs> but you know what, man, he might be, in like a category of his own where he's almost not the right guy for WWE. No, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. His promos are all about controversy. Controversy, controversy, controversy. WWE doesn't like that. They stay as far away from it as they possibly can these days because they have such a family-oriented, super squeaky type of marvel feel something that the kids want to buy all the figures for something that whatever mjf as great as he is on the microphone i feel like he doesn't have the overall true bona fide megastar wrestling ability 
to outweigh if he is taken off the mic. So if WWE is scripting their promos for him, is he still the same MJF character? I say no. I don't think he is. And I would love for him to prove me wrong, but like, I don't know if he could deal with a WWE scripted promo. I really, I'm not too sure. I, I honestly think the WWE would be like, listen, these are your three talking points. Go nuts. I would love just it. Don't Just don't swear. I, I mean, I would love it if he can pull it off. I really would. And I would love it if WWE gives him the reins to be the guy, to be that heel, to be a Ric Flair type of heel on the microphone would be amazing. It's just I'm not sure if it's actually within the realm of possibility in WWE. Uh, but the match itself is going to be damn good. MJF, Darby Allen. There's a lot of history here in AEW. Who do you guys have winning this one? Let's start with Botch Guy. Uh, what, which one? Uh, MJF, Darby Allen. Um, okay, well, I, I'm I'm going to go with MJF because I believe that MJF is going to be going for the going for the title here soon. So we got Botch Guy with MJF. C Wrestling, who do you have? I'm going to go with Darby. Darby. Nice. I, nice, I think nice. they're invested a lot into Darby with CM Punk match and stuff. And I think oh, they wait. need Darby to win this. Is this for the title? No, this is just a singles okay. match. Okay. Yeah. Then never mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll keep my vote. Yeah. I'm going to agree with Botch Guy. I think MJF gets the win in this one. I think we get the start of some sort of dissension with Wardlow as well after the match. Like Wardlow's going to still save the match for MJF at some point, but he's not going to be overly happy about it as they continue that storyline that they've been telling for about a, a month and a bit now, I would say. Um, the next match. Sting? Oh, sorry. What's that? What about Sting? Sting will probably Can't... be at ringside, right? No, I'm saying what if Sting turns on Darby? You have Darby versus Sting. Have, they, have we done that yet? No, we haven't done it. Um, it could work, yeah. That feels like just turning Sting just for the sake of turning him, but... Yeah, I guess it could work. What else is it doing? We just, yeah, all he does is have a cool entrance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I honestly wouldn't mind seeing Sting and Darby go into an actual tag match and try to go for tag titles against like the Lucha Ooh, Bros or something. Fun. I'd, I'd yeah. like to see that first. Um, but yeah, Lucha Bros versus FTR is the next match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Actually, did I just skip over C or did you give me your prediction there as well? You, you gave I gave Darby, Darby, right? Okay, cool. Just yeah. making sure. So yeah, back to that anyways. Lucha Bros versus FTR, AEW World Tag Team titles. It's going to be a great match. Uh, one of my favorite tag teams of all time, FTR and Lucha Bros are damn good. See wrestling. Who do you have? Lucha Bros. And I think they're doing the exact same thing they did with Omega and Christian. I think they gave FTR the AAA titles because there's your consolation prize. Now you're not going to win the big one. Yep. yep I like that. Bachi. Uh, Lucha Bros. Mm-hmm. Lucha Bros. Anything to add to C Wrestling's take there? Or are you just 100% well, see agree? that Isn't that the problem with FTR or FTW or whatever the hell they're called? Like, no, like, I know, like, they're wrestling guys, but no one cares about these guys. Like, no one. Look, look at social yeah. media presence. Uh, look at, look at the, go to, go to YouTube and type in FTW or FTR, whatever the hell their name is. And you'll probably realize that, like, there's so little videos of these guys. Why? Because no one cares. Um, these guys are the wrestling guy, like the wrestling marks, like the true diehard wrestling guys like these guys. But as a team, as a popularity version, I would say they're less over than maybe the iconics on, on impact wrestling, like no joke about it. Um, I I would actually go as far down to say that um, I would think Otis and Chad Gable are probably more popular than, um, than uh, FT. Ah, You know what, if I'm going to go, you know, (laughs) Maybe, uh, you know, when didn't, um, 
Yeah, Primo and Epico do something. Oh, the Lost Mon, Mon, what is that? The Lost Monitors. What, what do you call those guys? Remember them? That I'm was, gonna uh, call you a Los Loser. Uh, what are you on? FTR? Then, uh, no, they're not less Humberto, over than Los Matadores. Maybe Humberto Carrillo and uh, and Garza are Angel now. I think they're probably more over than FD, FTR. Yeah, I'm, you don't I even know their bad. name. You, you don't even give them a chance. <laughs> I don't know their name because I don't care. Like I don't. Like, I didn't care about them in the, like. When they when they came on the, the in the WWE, everybody thought we're the top guys, right? Because the they're freaking awesome. We're, we're the top guys, <laughs> boom, 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 top guns, right? And I remember, and then I remember they had a, they had their match. Their day, I think it was their debut match, or maybe it was their second match. Listen, the crowd was like completely dead. They finished the match with a flapjack. I made a video on it. That's why I remember they finished the match with a flapjack. There is. They you mean a, th- like you mean when they put flap- him up a double team flapjack? No, a single flapjack. A single guy picking him up and dropping him on his face. A flapjack. Yeah, that was one. Let of me their drop face- you on your face and let's see if you wake up at the count of three. FTR is <laughs> no. Uh, listen, a flapjack. <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> like, um, listen. I'm not hating. Oh, you're hating. I'm not hating on AEW. I'm you don't even know their name. I'm joking. That's I know their names, okay? <laughs> you know, I'll say this about FTR. Right? And and this is the problem with them, and they'll always be the problem with them. They have no idea what their identity is other than they're these guys that don't wrestle that wrestle. Like, that's, that's their gimmick. Remember when they're the mechanics? The mechanics. That was the gimmick in the NXT. How did that work? I, I, I think that they're one of the best technical tag teams in the world today. They are bloody fantastic. And you know what? Yeah, I, the, the, one point, the one point that I will agree with you on That's is it. they are not as over in AEW as some of the more flashy teams like the Young Bucks, the Lucha Bros, and you could say uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. I would say those three teams are definitely more over than FTR. But you listen to when FTR was just starting that run with the tag team titles. Man, there was some hot, hot reactions for them. You listen to when they came out in the truck, people were really behind them. And I think it's got to do something with the fact that they are a just, they're not a guy or a team that's going to put on a five-star classic every time they go to the ring. And that actually came from uh, FTR. Like They said outright, we're not the five-star team, but they are exactly like Arn and Tully from back in the day going to put on barn burner classical matches and you can put them up against anybody and you know their work will live the test of time in my honest opinion i i know that they may not be the flashiest of teams but damn it they're good i love them good good for you (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm thinking the butcher and blade uh best friends santina and ortiz you know these guys are all over are more over in them that obviously Nick and Matt Jackson with the Young Bucks, the Lucha Bros, God Death Triangle, God even 2.0. Like all these guys are over more over than, than FDR. I'm sorry, they are. I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority here. I think you, 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 you know, might well, have to well, let's ask C Wrestling. All right, all right, C Wrestling. I have to agree with you because when they was off, when one of them was injured, we didn't miss them. In fact, you kind of just forgot they were there until they, until they come back. Them. I didn't forget they weren't there. Maybe I'm just a bigger FTR mark than you two. But let's actually ask the live chat here. Do you guys think FTR would be considered a top four team in AEW with how over they are? I think that's fair, right? Would you say? 
The Lucha yes House no. Party is more over than FTR. Only because I made him <laughs> famous. <laughs> uh, so no, yes, who, no. So we're three to one. They're a top three team, three to two. Uh, hell no, con, four to two. He's talking about overness. That's what he's talking about. Not wrestling. Not wrestling ability. True. Uh, FTR for t- are fantastic. So it's pretty split. No, we got about six to three at this point. Prefer luchas. All right, Kalen's corner. All right, all right. <laughs> no, all right. So I'm in the minority, but you know what? I don't care. FTR is awesome. <laughs> uh, um, let, let me actually ask. Oh, I almost hit myself in the face. Oh, that's mic. funny. Um, <laughs> let me ask you something. Who is? What do you think the FTR would need to do in order to get to that level that I see them at? Uh, like, what would what would get them over as a top four team for you guys? What I always tell C wrestling. If you can't get a tag team over, put masks on them. That's the way. You just put masks. And instead of doing the super flying luchadors, do the opposite. Make them bruiser-type luchadors. Kind of like like when they under like Lucha Underground happened. I'm telling you. If you can't get them over, yeah, put masks on them. And all of a sudden, their character is completely flipped on its head. That's the worst thing about. is, that's exactly what they did. Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly <laughs> what they did. They did the Super Ranas. <laughs> they actually put masks on them and put like them in a green jumpsuit. They? It, they, it was totally a shot at what WWE was looking to do with them with like the, the get-up, but uh, it was it was fun. Like, it, I, had, I popped for it. I don't care. I thought it was ridiculous, but it was fun for me. Yeah, but that's exactly what they did. Put a mask and a jumpsuit on FTR. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Botch guy is, uh, he knows what's going on in the backstage area of AEW. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think uh, I'm picking Lucha Bros, though. Even though after I defended FTR that entire time, <laughs> my prediction <laughs> is going to be Lucha, Lucha Bros. Bros. I don't think they win the titles. <laughs> um, and Why not? Con, can you go in more detail? Why do you think FTR is not winning the title? Because they have the AAA tag titles <laughs> right now. That's oh, okay. that's the only reason, I, and, and also because Lucha Bros are just starting off on their tag team reign, right? It it would feel a little short sighted to take the titles off them right now, in my opinion. Honestly, this is the most FTR has ever had any discussion about them in like the last ten years. So uh, we're we're doing them justice. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. A bunch of haters over here. Uh, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. This one. I'm excited for we're getting mad John Cena versus CM Punk vibes from back in the day. Uh, this this thing has been bloody fantastic. Let's start with Botch Guy. Who do you have winning this one? What? Okay, I'll say this: the promos have been good. Eddie Kingston has been fire in the promos, and I think CM Punk has been counteracting really well. I I think the the buildup has been great. Mm-hmm. I would go to say that they could not have built up this AEW promo or this um this feud any better. I I think that is the top of the line when it comes to building up a match when where where you know pretty much who's going to win. Okay? Now, I'll say this um CM Punk <laughs> You know what? I'm I'm just gonna be nice. I'll, I'll see him punk with. All right. I, I was curious to hear what you had to say. Like you trying to think? Are you not overly impressed with Punk? Is that in the direction you're going? I I don't think he has it anymore. I don't. Um, I just don't. I just don't have that feel. Guys, could be just me. Don't hate on me. Okay. I know. Don't be I a Jamie hater. Punk. I 
have a CM Punk shirt. I bought an AEW, my first ever AEW shirt. Okay, I'm not a hater, fuck. I just feel like he doesn't have it anymore. Um, I don't know if it's because he's too old. I don't know if it's conditioning. I don't know what it is. I just, I don't get excited for him anymore. I got excited. I don't anymore. Is it storytelling? Is it booking? Is it him? Is it me, right? Could it be just me? Um, not have that passion. I just don't have that passion for punk anymore. I don't know why. I don't think it's so, just you. I, I'm sure a lot of people share the same sentiments that you do, right? Maybe um, I'm old. Maybe I'm he, just a boomer. Yeah, well, yeah, you are. Uh, I don't know, man. I actually don't know what what, <laughs> what age you're. I, how old are you? No, we're not getting into that. I'm joking. That was a rude I'm thing 30, to ask. I'm 35 <laughs> years young. Well, all right. Yeah, so maybe a little bit of a boomer then. Um, I'm a Gen X, I think, right? You know what, though, dude? Like, there's a lot of people out there that are totally feeling the same sentiments that you are. Uh, A lot of people are saying that, you know, CM Punk is over the hill. He's past his prime. He can't hang in the ring anymore. He's slow, yada, yada, yada. And I think when Eddie Kingston said, we don't want you here, there's a bit of realism to that. I think a lot of people in AEW feel like Punk just leapfrogged everyone and just moved up the card and was just this big name who was going to open up Rampage and going to open up this and that. And so, you know, there might be a little bit of resentment from the fans back, or sorry, from the wrestlers backstage towards CM Punk. Uh, We need him to prove that he can hang in that ring and that he can be the CM Punk that we once loved. Otherwise, it's just going to be Eh, which which it has been, you know, there has been some eh stuff from CM Punk so far. But see, wrestling. What's your thoughts on CM Punk? I think he's sucked since he's gone to AEW. <laughs> nice. Okay, good. I I think the booking of him sucked. I think the wrestling has sucked. I think they don't know what to do with him. I think they were scared to put him into big feud straight away because people would go, "Oh, it's just you know, that's the CM Punk show." And I think putting him in matches with people like Bobby Fish just doesn't work. If you break down the show's ratings, it's normally the worst rated segment of the show is CM Punk. And that it's not comparing it to any other show. It's literally look at AEW and what they're doing. People aren't watching it. People don't care. So if I was Tony Khan, I'd be booking Eddie Kingston to win this and send that message to the fans that, you know, it's not the CM Punk show. But I think they're going to have Punk win. Was it Botch Guy last week that said he would like to see CM Punk turn heel, or was that not on the podcast? I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't um, remember. I, I think CM Punk, it's not a heel problem. It's not a face problem. It's a wrestling problem. He's rusty, or it's just, he, he's slow. It's like have, it's like I'm watching, you know, on YouTube, they have like the, like the, the speed, speedometers. You can make it one, 1.25. 1.5 and you can watch videos quicker right and slower it's like i'm watching him at 0.75 like mm-hmm. his matches like they're just slow so like, like with, with like that, not randy orton good build yeah. up slow like just slow yeah you know i get you so like with that it makes you wonder because cm punk what got him over originally was his move set it was the running knee into the corner i think we even discussed this last yes, week that you did he, discuss, yeah. he's not as quick as some of the other superstars on aew so he doesn't stand out anymore I think you got to look at that and say, all right, then we need to change up his mm-hmm. moveset. We need to change how he operates in that ring. Take away the diving elbow. Take away everything that made him CM Punk. This could be one of the biggest heel moves they could make. If Punk went heel in AEW and talked about how he 
saved it. Like, you know, he could basically put it on him that he saved the company when he came in. He's been in all these matches. He's been, he's the big money player, you know, signed to the most money in AEW. Like, lean in on that stuff. The yeah. fans will turn on him. They already are. And then you look they at are. the possibilities <laughs> of the matches. Like, you look at a possibility of, like, a Jungle Boy up against him. That might be really fun for Jungle Boy. You look at the baby faces, Hangman Adam Page. A heel CM Punk going up a chant up against a champion, Hangman Adam Page, in the future, or even just a straight-up one-on-one match would be huge for Hangman. Um so there's definitely some moves that they could make with Punk to make him interesting. But going into this match, it's a babyface versus babyface type of battle. Eddie Kingston, you know, you can't really root against that man after that promo that he had. And if anything, you know, fans might want to root against CM Punk. So let's get our predictions out here. Punk or Kingston? Botch guy. Punk. And see wrestling Punk or Kingston? Punk. And I want to disagree with you as well. You right. said what got Punk over was his moveset. I don't think it was. I think it was the anti-establishment. I okay. think fans fans got behind him because we thought Vince didn't. And mm. when, obviously, you know, now he's in AEW and everything's nice and happy. No one cares. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, hey, I was thinking more of, like, his time on the indies before getting to WWE that got him that base, you know, attention. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, that makes an excellent point. You know, his pipe bomb would have definitely got him over. The base attention came from his mic skills more than anything. Everybody was throwing around his promos. They weren't throwing around his matches. Actually, I would go Samoa as far Joe as saying... Samoa Joe CM Punk. That's, that's yeah, the one that I remember hearing that, a lot that's about. The, that's the big... That's the one, right? Yeah. But then when you, when you had, like, Sami Zayn and when he was uh, El Generico, and then you had uh, Daniel Bryan do some, doing some of those stuff with uh, Ibushi and all this crazy, crazy yeah. stuff back in the Signing day. Signing like, his mm. contract on the uh, yeah. the Ring of Honor title, like, before yeah, leaving. Like, like that, stuff that, like that, that yeah. stuff, yeah. Like, yeah. So... I, I think Punk, like, I, I agree some of it's the moveset, um, but I do think the promo skills and the anti-establishment does probably, like, think about it. When 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 he was in WWE, when did he really get over? Well, you know, Summer of Punk, right? Like, that was the his timing, and that was pure anti Can Can I say so? I think he got started getting over with the Straight Edge Society before he got to that level. Like, I think that's when the ball started to roll with CM Punk, with Straight Edge Society. You know what? I... Believe it or not, I wasn't watching wrestling. Um, I I got back. I, I stopped watching wrestling for about 10 years. Um, and I started watching wrestling again after the CM Punk shoot promo. So that brought you back, eh? That brought me back. So this That's is this started. is big to, for you to be saying, like, CM Punk is not doing anything for you right now. Because he's yeah, pretty I, much I, what brought you I, back to wrestling. He, he is what brought me back. That match, uh, CM Punk versus John Cena, atmosphere, storytelling, and match. Uh, with kissing the title goodbye yeah that was in my opinion the greatest wrestling storyline and match or like storyline match like storytelling match of all time i have it number one it's it's one of my favorite matches as well money in the bank 2011 if anybody has not seen it highly recommend you checking it out uh but we all collectively have cm punk winning correct All right. And the last match that we are going to chat about here today is Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage versus the Super Click, which is Adam Cole, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson. It's surprisingly been a good enough Mm -hmm. build for this match, you know, for just a essentially a throwaway six man tag team match on pay per view. Um, This could go either way, but let's start with C Wrestling. Who do you have? I was really hoping they was going to make this a triple team match. I thought they could have added like the Dark Order in. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. But um, anyway, I want the Super Click to win. 
Super click. There you go. Botch guy, who do you have? I don't know. Um, I'll say this for Christian Cage, uh, for all the guys AEW brought in, obviously Mox has been very successful. Um, I, I would go to say that Christian Cage has been the biggest surprise for me. Uh, he's actually, in my opinion, elevated himself in AEW, which is something that I can't say to a lot of people leaving WWE. Mm-hmm. I, I look at him completely different now. I think he's done great work in AEW. Um, and you know what? I, I, I really, I really think it fit quite nicely, honestly, weirdly enough with, uh, jungle boy and, uh, and Luchasaurus there. So I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with jungle boy and Christian to beat the super click, even though they just got together. I like that, uh, that pick right there. I'm, I like it, but I'm not going to follow suit with it. However, if that ends up happening, I think that would be excellent for both Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus to be able to move up the card. The Super Click doesn't really need to move up the card right now. They're pretty much at the top of it and could be in any title match that they want. So, yeah, I like that pick right there, but I'm going to have to go with my gut and say the Super Click is going to win, I think. Something with Brandon Cutler is going to get involved and there's going to be outside shenanigans. Who knows if... Maybe the, I don't think Impact Wrestling will let the Good Brothers come back to AEW, but you never know if they have like a surprise run in somehow. Um, I think there's going to be lots of shenanigans. I just want to mention, and I think, I think you'll see who mentioned this to me, is the ratings for Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus when they go on TV skyrocket. Yeah. They skyrocket. They skyrocket. And then when the hardcore is like the punks and saying they down, they go down, begin. Now you got a walking, talking wrestling dinosaur. How can you it, not it, tune into that? <laughs> I I think Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are not over, not just over with the kids, obviously, uh, which they are, uh, and they're obviously over with a lot of the hardcore base because they don't care about the names so much. I think I think the problem with them is they will never get over with that. Like my wife randomly watching wrestling, and then she's gonna be like, "Why is there a a dinosaur?" with a guy called jungle boy which is tarzan mm-hmm. wrestling like i don't think that's that's the only issue if they want to go beyond aew um which i do think one day uh, they are going to change his name from jungle boy to something else i i do think so if anything they're going to lean into jungle boy jack perry or, or is his, his oh, name jack oh, perry right is yeah right? i wouldn't yeah. be it sounds more Less, it doesn't sound as goofy when you say Jungle Boy Jack. Yeah, and also like his, his then it's father, like a nickname, you know, right? His father was fam- a famous actor. I, I forget his first name, um, but like you know, they might want to lean into the fact that that's his last name down the line. Uh, him in a tag team with Jung or with Luchasaurus is great for his time right now. If he's gonna break into that main event scene, I 100% agree. This is just not what will get him there, but his wrestling ability will. I think yeah, his so good. His look definitely has the potential. As for an underdog babyface, you you give him like a I don't know what AEW might do for like a Rumble style win or something like that, but that could be a man who could have a big underdog win in some sort of match, whether it's a casino battle Jungle royal boy. or casino ladder match or what have you. Um, might be the way to go for Jungle Boy. Jungle so- Boy Jack sounds sick, and if you think about it, then I think a lot of the casual non things if they ever saw him. They'll just take Jungle Boy as an as a nickname, mm-hmm. right? Instead of his actual wrestling name, Jack would be his wrestling name. Yep. So, but people watching AEW would still call him Jungle Boy. But you have that, you know, appeal for the thing. I think they should change his name to Jungle Boy Jack. 
Well, hey, man, I like that name. I like the sounds of that. Sea Wrestling, anything to add to this whole Jungle Boy Luchasaurus thing? No, I think his name, Jungle Boy Jack, I think that sounds perfect. Yeah, go for it. Beauty. Yeah. So, and we're all kind of in agreement that he is a pillar of AEW. Like, this isn't just some oh, yeah. sort of thing. He's yeah. a big pillar to build around. Yeah. The, the first time I saw him, I was like, this guy does some crazy stuff for his height. Oh, really talented kid. Really talented. Uh, we have time for a couple questions from the mailbag here. Not too many, but just got a few. So transitioning over here to some Bray Wyatt Winham talk. We spent a mm-hmm. whole episode last week talking about his future, and we now know there is some more to his future. So before we get to the mailbag, C Wrestling, do you want to fill in the viewers with what his next gig is? So it's been confirmed at the end of the month they start shooting a new movie starring Wyndham, and it will be a horror movie and it's going to be cool. <laughs> oh, man. that And it sounds like they're going in a completely different direction. There won't be any reference to the Firefly Funhouse, right? Like, this is a brand new project. Well, there was, some in- there was an interesting take in it because Jason Baker actually said the words, fans of Bray Wyatt and fans of The Fiend shouldn't expect him yet. Yet. Oh. And I thought that that's a great tease because what does that mean? Because obviously WWE own those licenses. Mm-hmm. Man, I, so, I'm not much of a horror film guy, but I would totally sit down and watch like an entire feature film with Bray Wyatt playing the fiend or a fiend style character in a horror film. I'm down for that. Yeah. It and the best thing about it is obviously the fiend's mask and everything was helped created by Tom Savini. Mm-hmm. The minute you put Tom Savini's name to any kind of horror project, it will set out theaters 100%. He's a cult icon. Well, there we go. Maybe this is just the start of bigger things for Wyndham. But we've got a question from Jesse Kalen asking us, do any of you think that Wyndham could debut at full gear? And what on your what are your thoughts if he does? So start with Botch Guy. Do you think he could? Uh, I think I have a better odds of going and debuting at full gear than he is. Uh, like, people need to realize here, there is... I think Bray realizes... Okay. I don't want to speak for Bray. I just get that off. I'm not speaking for Bray. He didn't tell me this. He doesn't DM me every day and say, hey, what's up, botch guy? You know, this is no, what I'm doesn't. doing. No, mm-hmm. no. Um, so I'll say this. I, I truly believe that he's had significant conversations back with WWE. He's had significant conversations with Impact, and he had significant conversations with AEW. I, I, can, I know for a fact, I'm not going to say why, but I know for a fact, like, you know, he didn't go to Impact because, and everybody's been talking about it, that they closed the Forbidden Door, right? So he can't, can't do stuff with AEW, he can't do stuff in New Japan there anymore. So there's that. Now, I don't think he wants to go to AEW because right now you can clearly look at that roster and there is a overabundance of new guys getting signed and there is only so much time you could actually push this guy. And on top of it, um, his style, I always said, was not right for AEW. Mm-hmm. He's a slower... He's a um, he's a guy who's metho- more methodical. Um, his buildup is more like supernatural. Uh, I just never thought it would be a good fit for him, and I think he realized that too. Now, I think he's always wanted to get into acting and do do movies, so I feel like that would be a logical place for him to try out first. And I think he's going to do it. He's going to try. He's going to make some movies. If it works, great. Then he'll continue making movies and acting until forever. And if it doesn't, well, he'll call back to Vince McMahon and be like, listen, Vince, I'm a Hollywood star now. I want uh, I want to come back. 
and he'll be back in the WWE. So I think it's WWE or movies. I mean, and that seems like it. a pretty logical way to get him back to WWE. That's just if Vince does want him back. We know we've heard the reports of Vince not being a fan of Bray Wyatt. Um, apparently, apparently for Vince McMahon being quote unquote hard to work with is declining ideas and trying to push something else. Like it's it's pretty ridiculous when you hear those reports that but he's he a fan of money. With. Yep, he is, so and if he can draw money, the then. Price. Yeah, exactly. So if he can go out, put out a feature film, like Vince McMahon will be drooling over The Fiend. He'll be like, yes, I was wrong. Let's bring him back. Um, the next question here is from Randy N. Says, who do you think should win the TBS Women's Championship Tournament? So in this tournament still, there is Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, Hikaru Shida, Chris Statlander, and Ruby Soho. That's who is left. Of those six names, um, and, and sorry, actually... My bad. There's also Anna J, Jamie Hayter facing off against each other in the Bunny Red Velvet. I don't know if those matches have happened yet, C Wrestling. Do you know? I don't think so. Okay, so we've got some names that we could pick from here. Uh, so starting off, C, do you have an idea who might win this title? I'm going to go Ruby Soho. Nice, 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 nice. That's a good pick. I think she's probably the biggest name they've got. And I think if you're going to start this title... You need a big name to own it first. And I think Ruby's the one. Especially like every time they do these matches, they're advertising their TBS TV deal. So I think you need a recognizable name as champion. 100% agree. Botch guy, do you have an idea who might win this thing? Um, who Who's in it again? Uh, so still in it is Ruby Soho, Statlander, Hikaru Shida, Nyla Rose, Red Velvet, The Bunny, Jade Cargill, Jamie Hayter, Anna Jay, and Thunder Rosa. Oh, you know, I, I am leaning towards JD hater, Jamie, Hader, um, okay. Jamie hater. Um, interesting. Is there just, is it because of her I just affiliation? Think she, I, like, yeah. And she has a good look too. And, and I think she can cut a good promo. I think she's a very talented young lady. Um, is Anna J not in it? Yeah, she is. She's facing Jamie hater. In the first round. I actually, you know what? No, hang on. I'm pretty sure that match did happen and Jamie Hayter did beat Anna Jay. Oh, okay. uh, that happened, so Anna Jay is out. So it'll be Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa in the second round. Yeah, I think we have an upset here. I think uh, Jamie, I'll go with Jamie. Yeah. All right. Big upset pick. If I'm picking one, like, you know, we've, we've got Roby Soho already picked from C Wrestling. I'm just going to go a bit on a, lit, a little bit on a ledge here and I'm going to say it. Jade Cargill. Jade's going to walk through the tournament and pick up that title. I think the blue on the championship meshes really well with her current character, but we'll see. It's it's going to be interesting, and I'm just excited that AEW is going to have a women's mid-card title as well because that's something we haven't seen really yet on a major promotion. Uh, and then I think... Uh, yeah, this is just a simple one from Samuel Vlogs. He wants to know, do any members of the Lucha House Party show up at full gear? Yes or no, Botch Guy? Uh, what's Lindsay Dorado doing nowadays? Dude's <laughs> just <laughs> picking fights with Izzy's dad. That's what he's doing. <laughs> uh, I'll say no. No? Uh, see wrestling? I'm going to say no. But you know what? If Tony Khan is like a good businessman, and he, I think he is. I wouldn't be shocked if he's dropping a lot of money right now to get someone like Keith Lee out of his 90 days. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we should ask that question, actually, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, sure. Go hijacking ahead. for five seconds. 
do you do you think any of the WWE releases are gonna come to AEW? Let's just say I don't know about this pay-per-view because of the non-contract, but mm-hmm. let's just say which one of the really recent releases are gonna go to AEW. Keith Lee, I, I agree with C Wrestling. I think he's gotta drop major money to try to get Keith Lee as soon as possible. Uh, but yeah. if he can't get him out of that 90-day non-compete, then right after that. If you're looking like the one big complaint a lot of fans have had about AEW is the lack of representation. And man, you know, Keith Lee, you can't ask for somebody to be a better face of your brand. Like the guy has everything you could possibly want. So yeah, I, I think it'll be Keith you know, Lee. Do you have an idea there, Bachi? There's one guy no one's talking about anymore because he's kind of doing his own thing and he was going to go to Impact and he's not going there now. And that's Braun Strowman. Uh, Braun Strowman. I don't know. I don't know if the Titan is go back to WWE for a cheaper contract because he's realizing he's not as over as he thought he was, <laughs> um, or he wants too much money. Who knows? Um, but I, I just feel like that is the guy AEW is missing. That big, strong, athletic guy. And no, Cage is not that guy. Cage does not move nearly like Braun Strowman no. does. Cage does not nearly have the presence as Braun. I know I heard rumors that he might be done with wrestling and maybe just do bodybuilding and stuff like that. But I just feel like Braun Strowman would be such a good fit, bigger, better fit than even Keith Lee would be. Um, So I'll go with that. And then as the other way around, um, wouldn't it be interesting to see someone like um, maybe like an Ember Moon come over there to help help out that women's division a little bit? Uh, always a good thing to do, but you know what? They they want to cause a lot of drama. Get Bfab over there. That's uh, she, you know, even though she can't, like we don't know if she can wrestle that well, but I think she'd be an interesting choice. So yeah, those are some of the guys I'm looking at. Uh, and Karen Cross is going to go to Impact. Um, I have so no you think you mind. think he's going to Impact, eh? Oh, oh, I have. I'm. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and I say MLW. I think MLW snags up carrying Cross and Scarlet. I think they'll be a major act. For they're them. together. Yeah, they're like no matter together. What happens. They have to be together where they go. They've found out firsthand carrying Cross cannot survive without Scarlet. So mm-hmm. they have to be together. But yeah, I think MLW takes a major swing at Cross. That would be a great fit for them. Um, mm-hmm. C Wrestling, anybody else that you think might pop up this Saturday or in the future? From a, I don't from think Bra- I don't think Braun goes to AEW. I don't think they're interested in him. I don't think the fan base is interested in Braun. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of anger if they if they hired Braun. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's anyone around at the moment they would want. Yeah, like because I'm trying to think of the major releases. It was mostly the big names were Ember Moon, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee. But um, they've got their 90 days, aren't they? Yeah, they got the 90 pay, days, I don't think yeah. you pay the money for Ember Moon to start early. I think you would to Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. I think Keith Lee is someone you'd drop a lot of money for, so. Yeah. Well, we will see, won't we? It's a very exciting week of wrestling because we have not one, not two, but three AEW events still to go this week. Dynamite is tonight, Rampage on Friday, and... AEW full gear on Saturday. I'm going to pass the floor over to Botch Guy here and then see wrestling. Tell us what you got coming up on your channel, what you got going on, anything like that. Nothing. Um, <laughs> nothing. I'm retiring. <laughs> uh, the same old, same old, same old. Uh, nothing, nothing too special. I've just got my usual videos on SmackDown and Raw. I've actually had some trouble in the last, last, last. Uh, so I made three videos. One got 
claim for four seconds and it was some like screw it i'll get rid of it and then the other one i don't know what happened with notifications didn't go out so i said screw it i'll get rid of it and so i took time to make three videos i only one survived <laughs> so that sucked um and i'm still not streaming personal reasons um gonna stream eventually here but it's been almost two months since i've streamed and i'm just personal reasons why i'm not streaming right now well you got great content over there so if you guys want to catch some stuff head on over to botch guys now talking about some great content as well c wrestling has been killing it so dude what do you have going on over there and what do you got coming up uh any videos to do with bray anything that comes out <laughs> newsworthy etc they'll be up there in a minute um and obviously things you might have missed for smackdown that will be coming up friday yeah, and I, I don't mean to kind of focus this to that series, but seriously, guys, check it out. If you have not catch C Wrestling stuff, he's been on a roll as of late, and the editing is great. I love watching those videos after the show. Uh, but yeah, that is what is going on with their channels. Right here, like I said, we've got AEW coming up three more times, and then we have the CMU, which is going to be airing tomorrow. So that is going Wait. to be here on this channel. You can Wait, also. Yeah. Hmm? I'm interrupting. All right. How did we not talk about the Survivor Series of the fact that they just put it up on Twitter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like the biggest storyline ever. Can we it, like take two yeah, seconds? Yeah, sure. For that? Yeah, it, it sucked. It sucked. <laughs> I understand what they're doing, but like that sucked. Like that was terrible, in my opinion. The build, they're, they're obviously testing. See, wrestling, you're going to go more into detail. Go see wrestling. Tell me what they're doing. You know what? You know what? So Nick Khan said on the conference call that because money from Peacock is guaranteed, they don't need viewers. So that's oh literally their word. They spoke to Peacock first, and Peacock said it was okay for them to trial advertising techniques for this Survivor Series. Now, in WWE's defense, they did get Survivor Series trending. So if you was just floating around on Twitter and you saw a hashtag Survivor Series trending, you'd have clicked it and found out why. So it, I don't think it works. I think it sucks. Let's be honest. Yeah. But I think if I think what they was hoping to achieve, we won't know until they reveal how many people watch the show. Yeah, true. Man, that just is such an underwhelming way to reveal a Survivor Series card. It's it's like what's even the point of having no it? Point. it it's a, yeah, like there's nothing on the line with Survivor Series anymore. It's just like. It's it's almost as useless of a pay-per-view that WWE has. Like, I, I don't know if there's any more useless pay-per-views than Survivor Series. Is there? Can I just say, it's so fixable as well. All they need to do is delay the draft by one month. Yeah. Do the draft after Survivor Series and have Survivor Series be the thing where, you know, oh, you know, if the team who wins gets the first pick or something. Yeah. And then, oh, you lost for us. We're not going to draft you. There's stories to come out of it where... Oh, AJ Styles took the first pinfall in the match. We don't want him anymore. So you've got a great way to then push Survivor Series that it's that important that the next night on Raw, we start this new draft. A new, a whole new era begins. Lovely idea. Man, we, we just got to get Vince to book us as their writers, you know? like cause Survivor, <laughs> Survivor Series is like one of my favorite pay-per-views in the world. Like I, I love every year. I look forward to it. This is the most ridiculous survivor series i've ever seen it, they did no build for it and they're gonna build for it right before the show i love the invasion stuff with nxt the year before i loved some of the stuff with uh their the raw and smackdown invading each other um hello becky lynch turned into the man because of survivor series not the match not the thing but the build-up 
when Nia Jax clocked her and she turned into the man and had that attitude. Braun Strowman was one of the most over guys in the company because he was just dominating. And then they added Braun Strowman. All of a sudden, the the stick the everything changed. Survivor Series can be amazing mm-hmm. if properly booked. This is a joke what they did. This is an experiment. It's not going to work. It's stupid. The wrestling is about storytelling. They're not selling nothing. This sucks. This sucks. Sucks. Well said. It sucks. Hashtag it sucks. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, I Survivor Series. It will happen. We'll see if it's good or bad. I, I like the show. Probably is going to be entertaining because it always is. Right, pay per views for WWE most of the time have some sort of entertainment value, but yeah, the build to it this year is just not there. Uh, but that is going to do it for us here at the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast. If you guys would like to make sure you follow them both on Twitter, their Twitter is at botch guy or botch underscore guy and at C Wrestling UK. So make sure you drop a follow over there and then subscribe to their channels as their link is in the description below. That's going to do it, though. Thank you very much for watching, everyone. Take care. We'll see you next week. And have fun watching AEW Full Gear this Saturday. I'm in Khan. He's Botch Guy. He's C Wrestling. And that was the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast. FCR sucks. <laughs>